Welcome to Bravo Breakdowns, your podcast study guide for reality TV. Every Thursday, we cover an entire season of brawling, boozing, and romance, and skip all the boring parts where everyone is getting along. Whether you've never seen an episode or you're a Bravo scholar, we're here to break it down for you. These girls are having a breakdown. Bravo Breakdowns. These girls are going insane now. Bravo Breakdowns. She's eternal. Ramona Springs eternal. I definitely. And um but racism not so much. Racism does spring eternal, but not in a good way. Not in a not in a great way. Um yeah. Wait, did you did you read the variety article I sent you? Not the whole thing. But you got um, the jizz. I got the jizz. And I had also heard, you know, through the grapevine just about how like um CGI JLo's faces and <gasps> the film. No, I mean it's crazy to me that she's doing this like multimedia project. Like it's a three-pronged approach to getting her love story out there with Ben Affleck, and nobody wanted to be a part of it. So she was like, "Oh, okay, I'll just spend twenty million dollars." that I have to make this project and Ben Affleck's like, I don't want you to do this. And she still did it. I, you know what I like about her though, is she doesn't, she puts her whole heart into these doomed relationships. And, and I know I don't want her to get doomed again. She just goes all in. Like she wears she her heart really on her sleeve. Did. No, it's like, okay, it's an album and then it's a musical with like, I guess like all, like a visual album. Like kind of, I guess, how Beyonce did like for Lemonade. Yes. Which but was amazing. Not at all. But also, but like probably not as aesthetically impressive. But then it's a documentary about her like, journey to finding love with Ben Affleck again and like all of her failed relationships and she was trying to get people to be in the documentary she asked Jane Fonda she asked Khloe mm -hmm. Kardashian and they were like what the fuck no this is like insane she's uh, well yeah Jane did it though but like she in did. the documentary she's like I'm this worried is, about you. I'm worried about you. And then, like, yeah, there's, like, a part where she's, like, got, like, love letters that Ben Affleck had sent to her. And she's, like, has them open and other people are reading them <laughs> that are, like, making the documentary. He's, like, um, what? So. I mean, you know, I, I think of, it'll be good, though. Yeah, I, mean, I, kind of, I see what she's trying to do. Like, you know, like the way Taylor's like life <laughs> is such a part of her career, too. And like when you're at that level of superstardom, it's like your life is kind of your performance art and you want to like abstract that. But her like tight control over the vision and everything being perfect makes it such a fun vanity project. I just I'm I'm happy for her that she's it, it reminds me of. I don't oh, know. No, it just, it feel, you know what I was thinking with the Travis and Taylor thing too, mm -hmm. like how they're so public and like every, like, it reminds me of Benefer back 20 years ago where yes. like they had so much, they were both at the top of their careers at the time, like could do no wrong. And then like all of the, like all of the media, like had them crumble. So what I'm hoping is that Benefer 2.0 and Travis and Taylor both crumble at the same time. Because oh I'm tired God. of it. 
Yeah, synchronicity. Mm. Um, it's like celebrity couples die in threes, too, maybe. Yeah. Uh, so who would be our th- – who if we had a third celebrity couple that needs to go bye, bye, bye. Okay, then JT and Jessica because he's awful. Yeah, she needs to be free. This, yeah, she needs to, to be, be taken free. seriously as a producer and actor as, an actor as she desperately wants to be. He's dead weight. Do you think that she wants to at this point or she's just like, you know what? I'll be on TBS. I th- I mean, <laughs> I think it's still her heart's desire. I mean, she put on that fright wig as Candy, that little orphan yeah. Andy wig. And those big circle glasses and, you and know, delivered the, wants it. Yeah, and delivered those lines like, I think we should have an affair. <laughs> I'll make you a lasagna. Let's have an affair. Yeah, that was her J-Lo type project. She thought it was the sinner part yeah, two, thought, but it wasn't. Thought this was, like, that was her hustlers. Yes. <laughs> oh. Oh. Justice for hustlers. Justice, Justice for, for hustlers. Candy on TBS. I don't know if it was on TBS, but it feel maybe it was TNT. But we love you, Jessica. Yeah. I forgot her last name. Beale. Beale. Mm-hmm. All the J's. J-Lo. J-Beal. Uh, J Law. Oh, where's she been? She loves the housewives, and that's enough. That's for all you need. Me to forgive her for everything. Not that I was yeah. mad at her. Yeah, but. Well, no, we forgive you for falling on stage at the Oscars thirty yeah, years you ago. Bitch. You <laughs> bitch trying to be relatable like yeah. us who fall all the time. Yeah, yeah, we're actually clumsy and not well. Yeah, don't play in my profession of mm-hmm, spilling of water down. and falling down. Yeah. Oh, you guys are, and then she's like up there like, I'm farting too. <laughs> yeah, what year was it? The 20, I feel like 2014 was the year that Jennifer Lawrence always talked about her farts. Mm-hmm. And like eating Doritos in her yeah. costumes. And, yeah. yeah. She's like, I burp, I fart, I, I don't bathe, but I get Oscars. Yeah. And you know what? Good for her. Queen. Queen shit. Queen shit. All right. Good morning, students. I'm Lauren Davis. And I am not Lauren Davis. I'm Michelle (laughs) Taver. And today we are breaking down season four of Vanderpump Rules. Uh, But first, before we get into it, we just want to say we've been so excited with the response uh, since we started to cover Vanderpump Rules. Thank you so much for all our listeners, especially across the pond. Um, And we've got a big announcement for you guys. Mm. We are number one one. in TV and film podcasts in Bulgaria. Bulgaria. We love you. We love uh, you. Our listeners in Bulgaria, if you want us to do a live show in your beautiful country. We would love to. We've been looking at all of the like churches and houses over there. Gorgeous. Maps. uh, We still are too dumb to. I I looked at an atlas. Um, I'm excited about our Bulgarian listeners and we're moving up the charts um, in Norway. So so yeah, thank you. Thank you guys. We are trying to Google Translate some messages for you guys, but it's still in the works along with figuring out where your countries are. Uh, and thank you to everyone who's left reviews. Please keep reviewing on Apple if you're listening right now and you haven't yet. Just, you know, hey, 
good or rate us five stars or like us subscribe keep doing what you're doing um we're so grateful and we would love to hear from you if you we still haven't decided what we're doing next we're leaning towards traders but dm us or email us at uh bravo breakdowns at gmail.com follow us bravo underscore breakdowns and we'll have some more content on our ig video content for you soon so make sure you follow to see it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i'm kind of leaning towards Bethany ever or after, but mm. trainers is way more relevant, and they're going to have a reunion soon. And Marcus is, and Lars are going to be there, obviously. So they yes. they film it March first, so it's going to be exciting. I'm excited. That's like where Andy's really going to shine. It's like he's going to completely ignore the competitive aspect of the game because he doesn't care, or understand Mm-mm. it. But it's it's Mm-mm. just going to be like Marcus and Larsa. What happened? Like him trying to reunite them. <laughs> um, so speaking of um, oh, so we do also have a special guest lined up for traders. Um, and then we also have a special guest student today on this season you'll have to listen to the whole episode to see who it is it was very hard to get a hold of her uh we kept emailing but finally we sent our invite to daryl and (laughs) um that's a little hint uh, Mm -hmm. we can't wait to give you dot 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 this guest yes it is what we call in the biz a get you know Mm -hmm. she is a get Mm -hmm. and let's get into it Uh, so season four of Vanderpump aired 2015, uh, it was, uh, yeah, into 2016. It was a very strong ensemble season. Yes. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, like. Two two new gals. mm -hmm, And like no heroes, no villains. Like, um, Jax, I feel like was kind of the center of the show and he's Mm -hmm. losing his grasp on that and his mind. Uh, it's and really his a, nose. And his nose. He got new a new nose. nose again. New nose. New it's nose. Like who this? Bill Mar. Uh, n- new rule. New, new nose. nose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's kind of like a short story anthology. So we'll um we'll get into each person's story. Uh, everyone really gets a chance to be their worst selves and really shine. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Bigger ensemble, bigger is better. Uh, I, I think there's only one person who really, I feel like, comes off well this season. It's the new girl in town, new cast member. Uh, let's give them Lala. And the, if this was a short story, it would be called Even Yacht Girls Get the Blues. Ooh, I like that. Poetic. Mm-hmm. Um, so Lala is the new hostess at Sur. She's the hostess with the mostest incredible mm-hmm. ass. Mm-hmm. She's a beautiful 20-something from Utah who is incredibly histrionic and defensive, so perfect. <laughs> um, and she was specifically brought on the cast to make the other women insecure. Yes. And I also think she was brought in the cast to kind of be like the Stassi this season mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because Stassi is kind of gone, but she might come back she does come back but someone needed to be like the bitchy blonde uh working at sir and yes. and lala delivered baby she gave us so much yes unfortunately um this season she doesn't get to be like so much an active member of her storyline she's yeah. mostly like taking on so much crap and bullying from people um she kind of steps into the new sheena position mm-hmm. which of course is what we call the person that no one likes and everyone is mean to mm-hmm. um, for all the slut shaming and stuff she has to take from the cast and it's what made her kind of beloved by by the sheena of it all like that means that lala also has to do like a lot of the bitch work at sir where it's like 
get away from us and go like clean these menus and like polish these glass this glassware. Yes, the hazing of having to do actual <laughs> actual work. On work. Yeah, other than storylines. How embarrassing. Um, so here's all of the stuff that Lala puts up with this season. Mm. So she shows up as the hot new hostess, and Selena and Katie hate her and make her do the bitch work. She uh, has to take a week off shooting slash fake working as Sir for what she claims is a modeling job in Italy. And Sheena and Katie instantly call her out to the cameras and Lisa for like, this is not a modeling job. She is actually a yacht girl slash escort. She's being flown to Italy by rich men uh, and they confront her on camera. And honestly, props to her. She is honest. She owns it. Mm -hmm. She said, I'm a yacht girl. I want a free trip to Italy. And you know what? This was this is one of yeah, it's this is one of the first times I heard about yacht girls like on TV, like being talked about like that. Oh, same. I think it's the first out time. in the world. Yeah, she introduced us to the concept of. Mm-hmm. Yacht I had read girls. about them in like blind items. Mm-hmm. Miranda Kerr, mm-hmm. so suspected. Um, but Meghan she's, Markle. She's a, oh, really? I didn't know that. Um. She was a yacht said, girl. Yeah. She was. Huh. Well, again, and yeah. it's like no shame. Like, you know, God. No shame. I, they don't always, you know, like, first of they're all, no shame in sex, sex work. But yeah, yeah, they're not always having sex. It's like they get to live these they luxury Hang out on a yacht with rich and, people. Yeah. Yeah. And just be really sexy. Um, and Sheena and Katie keep insisting that she's lying. She is a sex worker. And that is wrong. Obviously, they're on very much the wrong side of history on events. <laughs> um, uh, Lala spends a lot of the season flirting with Jax and James, uh, mm-hmm. who are both mostly single this season, and mm-hmm. they are the ones really coming on hot with her and mm-hmm. lying and telling her they're totally single, which is not totally true. Um, and finally, Lala does hook up with James, but it's very clear that they are not in a relationship. They can't get jealous of each other. They'll only hook up when she wants to. She has really clear boundaries mm-hmm. and still James keeps fucking with her. Yeah. Um, on the cast trip to Mexico, James calls her a tease for not hooking up with him there because he wants to. Uh, even though she's not in the mood because she's being horribly shamed by Katie and Sheena for like wearing little bikinis or swimming topless with Faith. Like, how this dare was a, she? This was in Hawaii. Yes, Hawaii. Sorry. Sorry. It's okay. No, no, it's okay. They do go to Mexico a few times. I always think it's Mexico, um, but it's not. Um, again, geography, not my strong yeah. suit. Um, but yeah, they're uh, just so mean to her about having a cute butt, about swimming topless. Um, she's having like nipples. in tears, having nipples. And then James is like so pissed at her that he's not like after they make her cry, she's not like <laughs> sucking his dick. I know. It's terrible. He's like, I can't I can't believe you want to like cry and call your mom because you're being bullied on camera. Yeah. When well, you should be fucking me, love. Yeah. What is this love? I'm, a, I'm DJ James Kennedy. <laughs> Um, and then later in the trip, she gets shamed by Jax and his new girlfriend, mm. Brittany. Jax has lied to her uh, and said that they weren't serious over and over again. We see all of the clips. And then when Brittany's there, he says, Lala was always hitting on him. Jax never reciprocated. <laughs> he was always open about having a very serious girlfriend. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Even in one of the confessionals, Jax is like, yeah, there's this rumor going around, sir, that uh, I don't have a girlfriend. I might have started that rumor, but whatever. 
Yeah, yeah Jax's. Jax is... He's up to his old tricks. New nose, new girl, same bullshit. Same old Jax. Um, <laughs> then when they get back from the trip, James is again cruel to Lala. He <laughs> finds out that even though they're supposed to be able to hook up with wh- whoever they want, uh, she made out with James after hooking up with her football player ex-boyfriend. And he like starts a rumor that she was eating her football player boyfriend's ass and then made out with him the next day so she's dirty or tainted tossed like tossed a salad tossed a salad um and again wrong side of history for being grossed out about eating ass which is seriously such an important part of culture now oh my god it's like i mean it's so vanilla oh yeah i mean have you seen these tiktoks yeah although whenever like i get my ass eaten i always feel like um in what's it called in um Dirty dancing, you know, mm-hmm. where she he's she, they're like head to head and he's like snaking his hand down her body and she's like <laughs> she can't stop giggling. That's like me. When I'm, gonna ask, no, I'm like, it's like, you know, you've been there for my diarrhea days. Like, yeah. And it just like, tickles and I feel coy and I'm like, I'm like <laughs> OK, well, you can't go back to the front now because I'm not getting a UTI. Yes. <laughs> It's a lesson, girls. Too hard to be casual. Oh, yes. And also back to front. Mm -hmm. Wait, to back. Front to back. Front to back always with mouths. If they go to the back, don't let them go back to the front. Yeah. Um, See, this is a really educational podcast. Um, Anyway, so uh, Lala continues to be herself and hang in there like a second wave feminist hero. Mm -hmm. there's a new Jackson town, the crimes of DJ James Kennedy. James is an official cast member this season, still a busser, but now he's main cast. He's cheating, fighting, blacking out left and right, getting hickeys. We love Ooh, it. Bruises. Bruises. Oh, my God. Getting scratches up and down his arms. But I love it, babe. You know love I am, babe. Like just, a rock vibe. I just feel like sometimes I wonder if he's actually British or he's just doing an Austin Powers impersonation. He's so British. It's like he can't. No one can be that British. So here, no one can be. He's so highly bred. He can barely function. <laughs> um, his misdeeds. Uh, he and Kristen are still together, but fighting constantly. He quits drinking for the first time because Lisa demands it. But this is funny when he quits drinking. Do you remember what he starts drinking? Robitussin. <laughs> That's if, so classic, like 22 year old sobriety. Yeah, like, he's I'll like, be sober. He's, he's like, I'm sober, babe. And he's just like chugging um, Tussin. Uh, he blacks out while DJing at Sheena's birthday party, hits on Jenna, which is one of Sheena's bridesmaids, uh, ton, and, and right in front of Kristen. Then he goes home with Jenna, like he's not going to get caught by Kristen, but he totally gets caught by Kristen. She finds the Uber receipt. Uh, they try to go to couples therapy, which is hilarious. Um, like if I can't make it work with this busser. Who can I make it work with? Um, this is worth investing my yeah. time and money yeah. and screen time in. <laughs> he is main cast. He is main cast. True, um, true. 
Um, and so, he's fully empowered by his new main cast status. Like he's oh, yeah. so mean to her in therapy. Like he's like, he's like, right, she's just being a bitch again. And the therapist you, is like, well, okay, can we not do name calling? He's like, well, it's hard when she's acting like an I'm a bitch. Yeah, she's just, like, okay, that's that's it again. I don't know the word for it, love. I'm British. We have you know, bitches like cunt. You know, we it's like the word the for us. <laughs> Um, he spits on her door during a fight, you know, just all of the good stuff that we love on TV. But um, yeah, he so he tortures Kristen when she thinks when he thinks that she cheated on him on her birthday trip. I think she went to like Michigan or something to visit a friend, mm-hmm. go to a friend's wedding. And he's like, yeah, yeah, and he's like, your phone was off for like three hours. I know you were fucking some. Midwesterner or something. It's like, what if she was? You've cheated on her so much. Like you guys I just know. open it up or like you stop cheat on her. Other. She gets the Uber receipt set, sent to the, her email address. Like you spit on her door. Um, and then on top of all the Lala shaming he does, after hooking up with Lala, he hooks up with the Sir server, Lauren, and he hooks up. Oh yeah, and leaves bite, and she leaves bite marks all over. Wait, who's got? Yeah. He's got, he, she's got he's bite, the bite marks. Bite mark. No, he, he's the one with bite marks. Yeah, he's yeah. sorry. He's got bite marks all over him and scratches all down his arm. And he he's wearing a tank top. This all happens during Pride. He's wearing like a tank top, and everyone's like, "Did you get mauled by a tiger? Like, what's going on?" And he's like, "A certain hostess and I got." Oh, I don't know why I have that accent. A certain hostess and I got real dirty, and everyone thinks it's Lala, but. It's not. It's Lauren. And Lauren has a boyfriend that works at Sir. And then they go into a, they go into the back and start fighting. And she's like, take the mic off. And we never really know what happens after that. But Lala gets very upset about it. This was so interesting to me because the way it looked was so staged. Like yeah. Lala comes up to this other hostess and is like, oh, like uh, to Lauren. And yeah. it was like, oh my gosh. So he's got bite marks. It wasn't me. Mm-hmm. What do you think it was? And Lauren's like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and it's yeah, like, oh my God, totally yeah. knows. Yeah. But then it, it's like, she didn't. Yeah. And then she would like, Lauren would look at uh, James and like give him better mice, you know, like, you know look at his scratch marks and be like it, it was me you know i think of that mm-hmm. song shaggy yeah. it wasn't me but um, then she's actually dating like yeah, she's dating a guy like, they're not on the cast they just really actually work at sir and, and she's she- dating a guy that works at sir and then like they get in a fight um yeah it's just bizarre because she was not hooking up with james for a storyline and she kind of didn't want anyone to know like she tried to get this all to play off play out like off camera mm-hmm. like so bizarre i i wonder if it wasn't her but the producers were trying to talk her into it no i think it probably Seeing? was her because he has like a history of kind of just like hooking up with people that like work at like villa blanca and mm-hmm. you know like people that actually work there so he doesn't Wild. give a fuck. And I think people, I, and I bet those girls are like, ooh, I want to hook up with somebody who's main cast and not Jax. So, yeah, yeah. just for so like, you like, know, to brush elbows, you know, she you doesn't actually want to be on the show. Or scratch yeah. elbows or bite elbows. elbows. <laughs> Whatever you want with the elbows. 
Yeah, this was like such a uh, an example of like the genuine drama we sometimes mm-hmm. get from mm-hmm. like these people back when the show was really yes. popping. Inject it into our veins. So Please. after this, he briefly gets back together with Kristen <laughs> while still hooking up with Lala. Um, really manipulates her. Uh, they go home together and then the next day he gleefully announces that at the last episode party he will hook up with one of them at the party that night mark his words and he mm-hmm. won't get caught for like kind of playing both of them mm-hmm. what happens he's super fucked up at the party he claims it's just on weed everyone says oh, yeah. he's drinking it was and then it was, it was that Tussin. he had the Tussin eyes that's what we would call it in high school like, <laughs> Tussin eyes <laughs> And uh, he tussins and tussles with uh, Lala that night. So basically, no um, no consequences for Jack or for Jesse. He's being so jacks for James's jacks behavior. No, he, no, he just guaranteed himself season five. He's he's the new jacks, and he's and he yeah has replaced jacks on the cast to this day. Yeah, uh, let's take a break on that. These girls are having a break, 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 break. Um, welcome back. Hope that the break gave you a little time to like, subscribe, comment, review. Thank you guys so much for doing all that. Um, and so let's get into Jax's storyline on season four. Uh, if it was a short story, uh, I think it would be called My Fair Brittany because Jax has decided to rehabilitate his image and take control of the show again and become the lovable scamp protagonist. (laughs) He is going to, as Wikipedia says, import a girlfriend from Kentucky, uh, from Kentucky Hooters named Brittany, and uh, make her over into the perfect co-star Hollywood girlfriend. And uh, it comes off uh, just about as disgusting as it sounds. Mm -hmm. And Um, how? How? Oh, boy. (laughs) Um, It's like the most Jack's thing ever, though, isn't it? That he like, he is so insane. So he met he meets Brittany, I think, with Katie. They were at a yeah, they were at a club in Las Vegas and he meets mm-hmm. Brittany there. And then he's like, I'm in love with you. You need to move to LA. And so she's like for a while in their relationship, flying from Kentucky to LA. All the while, like when she's back in Kentucky, he's, you know, being like I mean, it's not like serious between us, mm-hmm. you know, like, yes, I'm seeing her, but like, no, we're not exclusive. Yes, I want to fuck you, Lala. You know, mm-hmm. that, old, that old ruse. And then it's like, she's here for good. Uh, and initially he tries getting Brittany a job at Sir, which Lisa's like, no, darling. Like, <laughs> no. And then so she works at Hooters in L.A., but and they move into Jax's or she moves into Jax's studio apartment. And then he's like, your shit's everywhere. I don't like your shit everywhere. I like a clean place. But also you need a boob job. And he gets her a boob job. He, and she gets a discount on the boobs because of how many nose jobs he's had with this one plastic surgeon. It's like a punch card system. Yeah. And then he's an asshole about that even, too, because he's like, if I'm buying the boobs, I choose the size. And he, like, yells this at a party with all of his, like, friends that he gets to, like, 
since he's purchasing her tits that he gets to pick how large they should be not you know considering like what she might be comfortable with and then makes her show the plastic surgeon (laughs) a picture of one of their friends Mm -hmm. who has nice tits and it's like make them like that yeah yeah build her build her into this perfect woman for me yeah it's uh, it's great it's like obviously like all to rehabilitate his image by this like a girl who seems so young and innocent claims she's never Mm -hmm. watched the show and this becomes Mm -hmm. a motif james is it later with raquel uh but we as always we learn that these girls are not so innocent and they also have minds of their own and don't want to put up with this misogynist bullshit so britney right now is dealing with uh jack's being horrible to her yelling to uh, her to make him a sandwich uh, making her have giant boobs because guess what she did watch the show and she mm-hmm. does want to be on tv and she does want giant boobs that she doesn't have to pay for and um you know this season you do feel for britney but maybe Afterwards, in later no. seasons you're like mm. and you know what i'm going on the record like I'm a girl who supports other girls, but like Brittany, I think really likes the sort of abuse a little bit. Not that he's abused, you know, he's not physically abusing her. I don't want to say that. She likes that Jax is sort of, I think in her eyes, like very like machismo, like masculine mm-hmm. energy. Mm-hmm. And I think Brittany kind of likes that. She's very into like the traditional gender roles mm-hmm. because she's from the south and mm-hmm. against homosexuality we yeah yeah later. yeah um and but i i will say i mean I, this might be venturing too far out but now the two of them it's like it seems like she's the one in charge like she definitely wears the pants jack's always wanted to kind of be like domed a little so probably it'll work out for i them. mean you know do you want to so so she does move into the studio apartment Everything's hunky-dory. She's working at Hooters, and they go on the cast trip to Hawaii, where we see the boobs that we talked about earlier. And we see how serious their relationship is, and Mm -hmm. that Jax has been a motif for Jax, secretly love-bombing her while telling everyone it's not that serious. Not that that serious. And so Lala actually, uh, or yeah, you know, Brittany hears that from Jax that Lala was like, I want to fuck you, blah, blah, blah. Not knowing that Jax has been like saying, you know, had been saying the same thing to Lala because that's what Jax does. Lala and Brittany have a conversation about it. Lala thinks that Brittany's the dumbest person on the planet because she's not listening to anything that Lala's saying. Like, no, your man was saying, well, da, 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 da. And that he wanted to do X, Y, and Z with me. And Brittany's like, I don't think that Jax would ever do something like that. Yeah, that's actually a dead-ass, Brittany. That's a good Kentucky muffin. <laughs> um, and then, like, the next day, what happens? He gets arrested. Arrested development. But he actually just does get arrested for stealing sunglasses for his true love. And that is Brittany. And this is hours before they were supposed There's to depart. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. But, like, you see other scenes where he's, like, wearing sunglasses, like, it's surfing, and Sandoval or one of the one of the Toms asks him, like, where'd you get those sunglasses? He's like, the hotel lobby. So it's like, you know, this isn't his first rodeo. 
Yeah, he's definitely. And like he's famous for like just taking stuff from from Sir all the time. Like Like when he does a tour of his apartment, he's like, you see these knives? Sir. You see all these forks? Sir. You see these plates? Sir. Uh, Very open and proud. Yeah, yeah. He's like, (laughs) constantly stealing. So yeah, he he goes to Hawaii Hawaii jail, which sounds like lovely. Yeah, like very tropical paradise mm-hmm. it's like a little cage on the beach like they have mm-hmm. a carnival jail yeah, he like... a little pina colada <laughs> um, and he barely makes his flight back to the to, almost said the u.s back to la <laughs> because you know and they were like what are we gonna do you know Brittany's like i don't know what to do it, the bail's like twenty thousand dollars and then you know schwartz is like i think we just call a bondsman <laughs> And yeah. then it won't be that much. <laughs> we can all. Schwartz knows. He's yeah, done this he's, for Jax before. Yeah, he's like, okay, this is what this is what we do when Jax goes to jail. <laughs> this is the plan. Yeah. yeah. In a previous season, uh, you see him talk about like, you know, Lisa's like, where have you been for the past week and a half? You know, and he's like, oh, I was I had warrants out for my arrest. So I just sit in jail uh, to, you know, so I wouldn't have to pay them. She's like, you're joking. And he's like, no, no, no. And I think that was just a bridge too far for Lisa on the Vanderpump rules. Again, mm-hmm. remember they are don't make the restaurant look too stupid, sloppy, hokey pokey. Um, and so she suspends him on camera for breaking the Vanderpump rules and disgracing the restaurants. Um, and all with uh, coupled with Jack's being on probation, mm-hmm. uh, it's a huge hit to his ego and also that he can't act out for more camera time which culminates yeah. in him angrily uh telling sandoval one coked out night uh, at a party uh the most iconic line perhaps of the series so good. give that, it to me give it to me lauren you, you think you're the number one guy in this group i'm the number one guy in this group and then sandoval's like what are you talking about jacks Everyone's eyes bulging. <laughs> yeah, everybody's nose is watering. <laughs> the eyes are bulging. Like the cartoon, like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> um, do you think that Lisa would have not been so mad if Jax was arrested for something cooler than just stealing sunglasses? Oh, if it was white-collar crimes? Yeah. I mean, that game recognizes yeah. game. Yeah, you know? if it was insider trading. Yeah, it's like she. Oh, yeah. When he burns down, sir, like then then he's good. But like, get that insurance burns- money. Oh, for those of you that don't know, there's um, two of the Vanderpump's like restaurants have burned down mysteriously in a fire, which is enough to create a um, a pattern. And one of those fires um, was stopped by Ariana's brother, allegedly, and Lisa gives him a $100 bill. Thanks for saving the restaurant. Remember that? Actually, I don't. That's wild. She's like, and he's like, he, he's like bussing a table. Yeah. And she's like, if it wasn't for Jeremy, this whole place would have been to the ground. And she's like, I'm going to give him something special. And she like gives him like, maybe it's even a 50. And he's like, huh? What? And she's like, Thanks for not letting the joint burn down. She doesn't say joint, but you know, he's like, no problem. It was That's how she's she's secretly furious because she yeah, he, yeah, was yeah, wanting to collect. Yeah, she wanted to money. just like start up, start anew. <laughs> she's created these monsters. <laughs> 
Um, all right, so let's move on to uh, Katie and Tom. Uh, this season, Katie and Tom get engaged <laughs> while Sheena and Shay fall apart as a Oh, my couple. God, can you believe it? We thought love isn't real. Mm. Um, so Katie gives Tom an ultimatum that they have to get married uh, within six months. Within six months, or she will leave him. Uh, realizing that he is too immature to pretend to work at the restaurants, she's the only way he can stay on the show. He reluctantly proposes. He has a panic attack at pump. Yes. Um, so this uh, proposal sets them up for a storyline and to be the main couple next season. It's like something they had to do mm-hmm. for their careers. Um, do you think that this would have happened just out of their sheer codependence if they weren't on the show? Probably. But also, mm-hmm. don't you think it was like one of the worst proposals you've ever seen? Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it was OK. He did seem to like. No, because it's like, do you Surprise remember? her. Yeah, well, like, it's like they all watch another couple getting engaged oh, and then yes. Schwartz. Schwartz steps in. Yeah, yeah, so that's the way he surprised it. He like gave this uh, random guy, well, I guess he hired these actors, like, I'm going to give you this diamond ring that I'm going to propose with uh, to, you know, my girlfriend with. But how about you pretend to propose to this girl and then I'm going to like stop you and then grab it and be like, actually, this is for you, Katie. Katie Maloney, will you marry me? And that's um, and that's what happened. Yeah, everything everything he does is like to torture her. Like he gave her a ring on a string Mm -hmm. at at (laughs) Sheena's wedding last year, just to like rub it in her face that he didn't want to propose. And even his proposal is like to intentionally make her feel shitty and um, right before like at someone else getting engaged, which she desperately wants right before he proposes. He's literally like, like, hey, everybody at the table, look at this. Look at this couple over here getting engaged. And Katie's like, uh, and then and then he looks like more of an asshole where he's like, hey, man, stop it. So, like, if nobody knows that's what's going because nobody knew what was happening, like only Sandoval, Sandoval is the only person in on Schwartz's plan. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew what was happening. And then, you know, Schwartz goes over to go be like, hey, man, I actually need that. <laughs> Give me it's confusing. It's like you'd be like, "Wait, were were they really? Was this all? What? what? What's happening? Did you just steal this guy's ring?" <laughs> and then everyone's like, "I'm just and crying and clapping. Like this is the most romantic gesture. And actually, Wins. for like the guys on this show, probably was the most romantic gesture." Because uh, yeah. usually their gestures are getting blackout drunk and cheating on the the people that love them the most. Are throwing drinks in their faces. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. This is like the sweetest gesture he's capable of <laughs> to someone who isn't Sandoval. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a lot of their plot is just setting up how next season is going to be all their oh, season. Watch getting married. Um, and it is a lot of fun to see their toxicity play out um mm-hmm. Stassi has been on the outskirts with the group and she's trying to worm her way back in through Kristen being her roommate it's all up to Katie though whether Stassi has a place on this show um will she become Katie's friend again be able to help with the wedding be a bridesmaid ultimately Katie first Schwartz caves then Katie mm-hmm. caves well, because Schw- yeah like first Schwartz caves do you remember what he does though with Stassi during the sit down yeah. He invites her to the engagement, engagement party, party without Katie's, talking to Katie about it. Who has said absolutely not. No, she can't. Anything to do with this toxic person. Like, she's 
ruined my life. She's hurt me. And then Schwartz is like, look, like you're a bitch. And Katie hates you. Why don't you come to our engagement party? <laughs> because I'm the nice guy. Like he uh, and you know stuff. He is like does have serious issues with people pleasing, which I relate to, but he is also just such a like mm-hmm. it's so just to make Katie look like look bad for holding on to the grudge. So it's like it's not just about like, mm-hmm. you know, being a people pleaser, which is in itself selfish, I'll admit, but also it's about doing anything he can to make Katie look like an unreasonable bitch, which he still does to this day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He still tortures her, even though they're like not even together. They're divorced. Yeah. It's like anytime he's on a podcast, he's they're like, what do you think? Or like, he'll bring her up. He'll be like, I mean, when I was with Katie, obviously she was such a judgmental bitch, right? I know. And everyone's like, I, like, barely, I barely cheated on her. <laughs> uh, anyway, Stasi kisses the ring. She gets the engagement party invite, bridesmaid invite, role in the show in season five. Uh, meanwhile, Sheena uh out her husband shay's addiction Uh-oh. on camera he has a pill addiction uh she makes him talk about it a lot mm-hmm. lots of intervention scenes lots of him having to take pee tests on camera <laughs> mm-hmm. and lots of sheena forcing him to continue drinking, drinking. in she- moderation <laughs> she doesn't want him to be like boring you know you can't be boring and like you just can't drink like to black out but like you have to still drink i don't want you to be like boring yeah it is like um a something like it feels like it should be an educational video they show to families and rehabs of what not to do not to do yeah believing that addicts can moderate believing addiction isn't a disease that it's mind over matter Mm -hmm. um giving your partner an ultimatum that you can't be with them unless they drink in moderation and it doesn't lead to them using um literally when they're in hawaii they are on a public beach where you can't have alcohol and sheena fills up um suntan lotion bottles with alcohol and like has Shay drink out of those yeah it's like that's not going to make an addict feel weird and sneaky shame that will trigger them to drink more like like that's the ultimate like i'm an alcoholic like i'm drinking in a place where like you're not even allowed to and i have to sneak it into like suntan lotion bottles to do it yeah i'm drinking like rum that's spf 50 like (laughs) yeah is this like even safe like that's crazy um and what we learn in the reunion that i feel like gets brushed over a little bit oh wait no we don't learn it till next season we don't learn Um, anything yeah we'll learn we'll get into more why this is so so messed up next season so listen stay tuned stay tuned for more um let's close out with uh tom and ariana um so these guys are kind of boring this season because pretty much their storyline is being happy they're like being happy smug assholes who think they're better than everyone Mm -hmm. um they're in a fight with sheena because uh apparently ariana's mom texted sheena saying that like uh I'm worried about Ariana. And Sheena said, yeah, ever since she's with Tom, she's miserable. She acts like she's better than all of us. And Ariana's like, this has gone too far. You're my <laughs> friend and coworker. Like, this should just be on camera stuff. This shouldn't, you shouldn't have like gotten my mom involved. She right. refuses to apologize because she said she reached out to me. Um, and they stay in a fight all season mm-hmm. until finally Sheena apologizes at the end. Um, 
But looking back, this is another one where um, with the knowledge of Scandaval, mm. Sheena's kind of exonerated. Like, mm-hmm. my opinion, like, it, you know, it, Sheena's you realize- actually, she's the number one guy in the group. Like, Sheena's she- always, like, vindicated, mm-hmm. except uh, yeah. for the whole addiction thing. She's except not been vindicated no, on that. No, 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 but, no. like, you know, she was right. She like what did like Ariana is like having to hide so much to make Sandoval Sandoval. look good on camera, like having to lie so much like she is, you know, and she distances distancing herself from everyone. Um, Mm -hmm. And even was this season on the beach, like she gets mad that Kristen is talking about doing like a sketch comedy show. Yes, this is her Ariana's iconic. I take sketch comedy very very seriously. Oh, really? They take it very seriously. In her defense, she was on, this was like at peak Funny or Die, like when we all (laughs) thought that there were comedy writing jobs aplenty and that like Julia Roberts would be in sketches we wrote. Um, And Ariana got booked on a lot of those gigs, um, but it's not like she was writing them. And you know what? She's she's still getting booked on a lot of gigs. (laughs) That's true. Hey, it's true. She's on everything. She's in Chicago. And she's doing a lot of, like, sketch comedy spawn con on her Instagram. (laughs) So it's a good thing she took it seriously. Uh, And now I'd like to tell you, uh, Michelle, about something in the really dark annals of VPR that I learned about in my research. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, Okay. So uh, the other storyline Tom and Ariana have this season is that Tom is um, debuting his song, Let's Touch in Public. Mm. Um, They do a music video. uh, They uh, perform it at the last party. Does the name Isaac Cappy mean anything to you? Um. No, but he sounds like a sociopath. That's- In fact, he is uh, some kind of some kind of diagnosis. Some type of path. Yes. So uh, he is a QAnon <gasps> hero. Uh, he's the curly-headed guy in the band uh, who sings the "Let's Touch in Public" part. <laughs> Tom Sandoval's uh, co collaborator um and the reason he's a hero of alt-right conspiracy theorists is he was an early QAnon adopter in like 2017 2018 he was like a QAnon hipster who did it before it was cool mm-hmm. um he went on alex jones's conspiracy podcast mm-hmm. Infowars, and he named a lot of names <gasps> of famous people uh being part of you know the sex trafficking satan worshiping celebrity cabal Uh-oh. um and alex jones was like stop saying names be careful you could get murdered and then isaac was like he accused alex jones of gaslighting him so he was actually one of the first people to overuse that term as well damn and then later isaac committed suicide by jumping off a bridge yeah it's really dark um trigger warning suicide Suicide. Uh, and two passerbys tried to stop him so there were witnesses um but they they couldn't uh he left a note on his instagram about um, his drug and alcohol abuse and also he claimed to be the reincarnation of judas iscariot from the bible uh so obviously some mental illness there Uh, Mm. but the QAnon legends the rumor is that he had a note or video on his computer that said i will never commit suicide if i die it's because i was murdered (gasps) and even though there were two witnesses who saw that like he did commit suicide QAnon people still believe it was oh my god because he said too much isn't that dark as fuck that's dark as fuck I want to lighten it up a little by saying uh, somebody you went to high school with is friends with Alex Jones and has been on InfoWars a lot oh god Alex Stein yeah yeah 
guy's goofy. He's goofy. Oh, I have a whole. If we ever do a Patreon, I've got a. I've got a whole history with Alex Stein that started when I was twelve years old. That I'll talk, I'll talk about that. I'll talk about my history with Matthew Stafford bullying me. We'll all and Kershaw <laughs> threw baseballs at you. <laughs> he was always very sweet, uh, but he did throw baseballs at me. No, um, no. We'll get into all of it on the Patreon. So, do you if you want to uh, hear you, the tea? If you want the tea on um, anything like famous people that went to Highland Park High School, where Lauren went to um, high school, or if you and want the tea, Simpsons. On, on the Simpsons that uh, grew up in Richardson, Texas. I will tell you this: we almost moved into the house where Ashley and Jessica moved into. My parents put an offer on <gasps> that house, and. Um, Someone had just outbid us. Like they accept, we were the second offer, and they took the first oh my God. offer. You were so close. I know, to... but I can tell you what that house looked like. It was on Comanche in the in mm-hmm. Richardson, Texas, which they still call like the reservation because there's a lot of Native American named streets. A little oh, problematic, wow. yeah. <clears throat> and it was like two stories, had a pool, is nice. But it's so funny because they would always talk about like. We grew up kind of poor. Like my dad was just a pastor, and it's like the house is really nice. So, yeah, I guess yeah. I just spilled That's all the Simpson tea, but I have more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's there's more. Uh, she'll really detail the house. So let's get into uh, some themes before we bring on our special guest. <laughs> so I think the big theme of this season is I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never gonna keep me down. Uh, everybody takes their hits, especially Lala this season, but they keep on ticking. No one gets out of the season unscathed, but my God, they just go back into the trenches, mm-hmm. making bad choices, and making that's why good we TV. love them. Bad choices, great TV. Yeah, yeah, they. We're still really... in the glory years of. Uh, yeah, we're still in the really good seasons of VPR. Yeah, uh, if we're only. getting towards if the only. end, though. Yeah. Um, so motifs are addiction is a bitch uh, and for both not, and not real and not real. <laughs> yes. An unreal bitch. Um, yeah, both, both uh, uh, James and Shay are struggling with addiction and still coming to terms with like that they have to be sober people for the rest of their lives <laughs> and find ways around it. Um, another motif, cheating but only admitting to a makeout, as James does with Kristen, and as happens on almost every season. Mm-hmm. Um, we are again in the pattern of J- James's alcoholism and mm-hmm. shenanigans, getting him fired or almost fired. He gets sober, he gets rehired, he relapses, he gets fired again. Uh, pretty much repeat ad nauseum. And uh, Tom Sandoval taking Ariana down with him. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um. So let's. Uh. What would you grade this season, Michelle? Oh my god, I'd give it a B plus. It was great. Very entertaining. Really funny lines from Jax. Very iconic lines in this season. You know, I'm the number mm-hmm. one guy in the group. I take sketch comedy very seriously. James during his confessional talking about jenna saying like we were definitely boning um while <laughs> it goes like immediately cuts to him telling Kristen and crying like i would never do that to you Kristen. i love you so really iconic moments were introduced to lala she is a big old icon Brittany, not so much but she does show you know she's here um <laughs> yeah very strong season yeah i 
I was going to say A minus, like compared to other reality TV mm-hmm. and A minus, but I think compared to itself, compared to the heights we get season two, three, mm-hmm. and even five, I guess I a B plus. Yeah. I, I'll give it as well. Yeah. yeah. Which is still great. Still um, great. Let's take a break and we'll come back with our special guest who makes us want to la la content. <laughs> okay. It's not Ashley great. Simpson. Yeah. These girls are having a break. These girls are having a break. Welcome back. This next guest student has joined the ranks of Gloria Steinem, Judith Butler, Barbie the Movie, on the great list of feminist icons who are also proud of their great jugs. We are so lucky that today we have been given Lala. Thanks for being here, Lala. Thank you so much for coming, Lala. Yeah, sorry if I'm spotty. I'm on my PJ. You're on the PJ? I'm on the PJ. Uh, we're going um, We're going over the ocean right now. We just went and did a Lala. Give them Lala beauty pop-up. Oh, oh, I love that. Well, see, you use your PJ like only um, efficiently and for business, unlike Taylor Swift. So yeah. that's a one up for of you. Course. Her tour is not business. It's not business. <laughs> you know business, Lala. You're a business owner. I'm a 100% business owner and I'm a mom and I do it all by myself. We love that. We love that. We we uh, just watched uh, season four, your first season on Vanderpump Rules, and we were mm-hmm. so impressed mm-hmm. uh, uh, with not only your like assertiveness, but also your feminism. Yes, Thank we you. love we love feminism. You know, hashtag it takes a village. Hashtag it does take a village. Hashtag <laughs> power to the pussy. Okay. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Me too. All of it. Love women. So um, we've got some questions for you. So did you go topless in Hawaii that season as a nod to your sisters in the 70s who held bra burning rallies to dismantle the notion of women being oppressed and stifled by the patriarchy? Or did you just want to show everyone your fabulous boob job? Um, I'm going to be honest with you right now. It was a little bit of both. Um, Um. I'm all about all about free the nipple, uh, pre pre nipple, post nipple, um, nipple in the now is a big movement. Preclampsia. Preclampsia is huge. Um, it's very dangerous. You guys, it's very, no, listen, listen, I know I'm a mother. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right. But I also, I did want to show my tits on reality TV. So. And Thank in you. Hawaii, I mean, you have to. The Sunshine State. The Sunshine right? State, the tits are out. Yeah. Uh, orca whales. You tan your nips. Tan, you tan those nips. nips. If you have pale nips, what are you doing? You know? If you have, would you ever suck a man's dick who had a pale nip? Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, that's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, well, it depends. It depends on what I get out of it, but uh, mm-hmm. the biggest part of me wants to just say yes. Like if it was a Ford, uh, a Ford Explorer, pickup, Explorer, I was going to say pickup truck. <laughs> a Ford Explorer or pickup truck? What year? Uh, 2003. That was a good year for Ford. So yes. Okay. Okay. I like that. Yes. On your first season though, um, you were bullied by your co-stars a lot uh, for being so yeah. sexy, whereas I am bullied right. by a certain co-star of mine for dressing like a Serbian orphan boy. How right. did I call you, you a feel? Balkan babe? Okay. 
Well, how did that make you feel when they ridiculed you for having such a rocking ass? Honestly, I'm used to it because people are such haters. And if they see a rocking ass Mm -hmm. and a rocking rack and Mm -hmm. a rocking Mm -hmm. rock hard pussy, Mm -hmm. they're going to be jealous. And if they're not hating, then you're doing something wrong. (laughs) So how did you get into yacht girling? Um, And where can we apply? Mm -hmm. Or what you called modeling, but it was really just. It was, it was, uh, there were models, there were things to model and it was a model of what a, a yacht can be and could be is how I choose mm. to describe it. Um, mm-hmm. but oh, it's okay. the, mm-hmm. Thank you. If the rock hard pussy, it, that's, that's a leg up and a leg in to model <laughs> uh-huh. yacht girling, but also just be willy being able to whip your tits out willy nilly and um, mm-hmm. uh, falling asleep really easily. Is Do a you big fill plus. out like a. Did you have to file or fill out a W-2? Were you like 1099? I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm, we're interested in the tax, like how this is all taxed. I would mm-hmm. love to talk about that, but I mm-hmm. am in the midst of a custody battle. So I really oh, don't think God. I should. Oh, oh yeah. I yeah. forgot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Big one. Big one. Sorry. We don't want to bring up. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's you fine. Still, no, it's do fine. You still, do you still call him daddy? Because we're actually thinking of changing the name of our show to call us daddy um, oh that's good so we just get some american listeners <laughs> some confused american listeners instead of confused for yeah Derek. that's a good idea yeah so uh you grew up in utah in a very mormon area of utah known as utah uh, can you tell us what that was like uh, especially for such a sexually liberated woman who hates underwear much less mm-hmm. big underwear mm-hmm yeah, it was hard at first because I could tell even from the time I was like little that everybody found me really sexy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Right. And, we, you know, it's cold. So, you know, everybody's rock hard or and mm-hmm. and, and I was rock hard from birth. So mm-hmm. everybody mm. I could just tell everybody was jealous and it was sad to me. Um, so I had to get out of there ASAP. It was probably hard to uh, tan your nips in Utah, those Utah winters. Right. Unless you're at the top of a mountain because then you're really close to the sun. Mm, that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Got the exposure. High UV. Uh, you mentioned you were rock hard as a baby. Does that mean you were like a really hot baby or like literally you were you were hard as a rock all over? Well, it was I was born with hard bones. So I was in oh. and, and wow. muscle. So it was, I was rock hard, but also it was insane, like how sexy one baby could be. And that one baby was me. Did you have, when you, when you were a baby, did you have the same like microbladed eyebrows you have now? (laughs) Um, I did. I did. Yeah. My mom, she's really a big believer in that. Yeah. Slay. Thank you. They're beautiful. Um, they seemed genetic, so I was just mm-hmm. not curious. Yeah, if you see my mama's eyebrows, like she is, she slays. So I you both have the microblading gene. It's like a recessive gene that was possible. It's, it's recessive. It's recessive. Yeah. My brother didn't get it. So oh, okay, okay. <laughs> um, so this season we saw you uh, flirt a lot with Jax, who is your type, and that he was older than you, but not your type, and that he has no money. Was there? Any- producers kind of pushing you into that pressuring you to flirt with him or did you find him really cute after his second nose job 
Um, I found him really cute because he was on um, TV, and it, oh, they seem okay. and they seem to <laughs> oh yeah have the camera pointed at him a lot, and so I said, Ooh. let me just whip mm. out my tits and just see what could happen, <laughs> and I and also like make my lips really big, and then you know mm-hmm. make him look at them and think about me putting mm-hmm. those on his penis, and then I thought, mm-hmm. well, this is all going to work out well. You're like you... one of the finest minds, sexual minds of our generation. <laughs> it's just so interesting to like <laughs> listen to how your do brain you, works. Did, were you, um, did you like Jax's studio apartment or did you prefer having sex on a PJ with Ocean's daddy? You know, it's hard to say because Ocean's daddy used to give it to me real rock hard. Um, <laughs> and I thought it was great up in the air, down on the ground, under the water, mm-hmm. on top mm-hmm. of the water. Uh-huh. Uh, in a waterfall on a mountain, you know, like I could yeah. go on. Um, but I would say for now, I love my studio apartment with my brother and my mama and um <laughs> and I'm and I'm I'm rock hard all by myself. <laughs> hey, good for, good I'm for all you, choked girl. up about it. Sorry. <laughs> you. I'm emotion I'm so emotional. Yeah, it's been a journey. I know the name Lala is a nickname. Um, did you get that nickname from the Ashley Simpson um, enemy of the pod? By the way, Ashley Simpson's an enemy of the pod. Did you get that mm-hmm. name from her song, You Make Me Wanna Lala? La-la. Yes, I did. Oh. I don't like to talk about that because mm-hmm. basically she stole that from my mama and then oh, and, yeah. and then she wrote the song and then I like <gasps> oh I like took it back you know what I mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so your mom's will also went by Lala or is it just that mama sounds with Lala sounds like mama, Lala and you think you that just, she was you inspired just call I each guess. other mama and Lala, Lala. <laughs> mama Lala that's exactly it mama and Lala and in that way we are one forever I love oh, that. Okay, then that is uncool of Ashley Simpson. She, re- you, you she remains an enemy. Yeah, she forever an enemy of the pod. We'd she's love to have person. you on, Ashley. But you're a bad person, Ashley. <laughs> but you're a bad person. And never forget that. I, mm. I honestly, like, um, really admire your balls to be Lala as a Lauren who always wanted a nickname, but <laughs> I could never pull the trigger on a Lala. How, how'd you find the bravery? Thank you so much. I think, uh, you know, it just, it, it was within me. I think I, I followed in my mama's footsteps. Mm. She's such a role model and she mm-hmm. was going by mama for me. And yeah. I said, how about I mirror that? I go by Lala, but for the world. Oh my gosh. It's like Lorelai and Rory Gilmore. Oh my God. Like the exactly. Gilmore girls. Uh, what do you guys call your brother then? Like Brabra? Yeah. Sometimes Brabra and sometimes... Um, that's it. Um, so Lala, uh, we had your friend uh DJ James Kennedy, uh guest student on the podcast last week. And uh I know you guys you think that he's a very talented musician and producer for some reason. Uh can you give us some examples of your favorite beats you made together? A few bars. Oh, absolutely. You want a me to bars. A few oh, okay. A few bars. Just like of what he was spitting or what I was uh singing. Give us Lala. We want Lala. Oh, you want Lala? Okay. <clears throat> yes, sing yeah, for was, us, sweetie. Yeah, it was something like, um, "Don't mess around with me, boy, boy. You are the one I want, boy. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, boy, boy, boy. You know, it was something like that." Oh my God! I, I, 
I'm rock hard. It's thank you. Truly. Thank my, you. I'm, thank I'm you. rock hard, and my my nipples are just steaming with delight. <laughs> yes. Thank. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, he's so talented. He, he could. He could, you know, take a shit on a turntable and it'd be magic. He's so, he's those lyrics. He's such. He wrote those. He wrote those. Lyrics? He wrote those. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> Taylor yeah. Swift could never. Could mm-hmm. you? Could you give us a little more, Lala? Absolutely. Um, this one is more like personal. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of about my life, what I've been going through lately. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kick it. Boy, boy, I'm talking about you, boy, you, me, looking at boys, girls, everybody's doing it now, downtown, I'm sad and I'm crying, boy, boy. So it's just something like that. It was like, yeah, it was kind of like off the cuff, you know? Oh my God, I'm so emotional. Yeah, it sounds like that's really hard for you downtown. Boys and girls. Yeah, boys and girls. The Boys and Girls Club downtown. (laughs) Yeah, it's a triggering place. So (laughs) I can imagine. I can imagine. (laughs) Well, uh, Lala, we're no James Kennedy, but we were Mm -hmm. actually wondering if you wanted to collaborate with us on a beat today. Oh my God, I would. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Okay, so um, so Lala, we just want you to sing. Ain't nobody who does season long recaps like you. Okay, <laughs> you do okay. that absolutely. Um, Mrs. Davis in classes in session today will be studying my TV obsession. It's class with the contest. Here's an etiquette tip: money can't buy the summaries. I spit teach class from my mic. It's a USB. I bought it used on sale. A fucking blue yeti. Spitting facts and recaps. TV analysis. We've got closet booths. Our podcast palaces. Gonna cover each season of every Bravo show. Jokes as funny as Sonia, gossip juicy as Joe. We made it nice today, so give us applause. And you press play. Don't ever put us on pause. Don't come for us in our ironic rap, or we'll just say you're jealous of my rock-hard whap. Ain't nobody that does season-long recaps like you. Ain't nobody that does season-long recaps yeah. like you. What? I'm wow. Mrs. Baber, rapping, working mom, spreadsheets, potty train, talking shit about the toms. Working hard on the grind to make my family proud. My kid watched Housewives and said, Those mommies are too Turn my chair backwards, cause we're the cool teachers. Smoking soccer moms, vapes under the bleachers. When it comes to education, we're good as gold. We're the girls we want to be. Make that women, cause we're old. We also break down for real, cause OCD hysteria. And we're number one podcast in Bulgaria. Two of the funniest crazy bitches you'll hear, I'll see. The best of the best. It's gotta be us three. Random but Sally Bowman is also the cream of the crop. If you don't follow her, do you want to get popped? That's how Lala. Can't nobody do lo- season long recaps like you do. <laughs> Can't nobody boy. do season long recaps like you, boy. 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 Oh, wow. wow. That was, wow. I think, a new class. You gave class. us so much Lala. And Thank you, you Lala. Just having you, just hearing your wow, voice thank, makes thank me want to work on my summer bod. Yeah, we we want to know, uh, would you want to stay for our uh, oral exam uh, session at the end? I hear you're great at oral. You talk about it a lot. <laughs> would you be interested? Yeah, I'd love to. I love oral, yes. Yes. Oh, okay, yes. great. 
So, so it's just like a minute long uh, verbal essay oral? on like any oral. Yeah, yeah. you could just talk about oral <laughs> sex oral. for a minute if that's what you feel comfortable with. Anything okay. you want, dealer's choice, and we'll time anything. You. Anything. Mm-hmm. Here, Michelle will do one uh, to start. To oh my god, I don't even know what I'm going to talk about, Lauren. I will do one to start to show you it's okay. 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 All right. I have 60 seconds on the clock. My oral exam starts now. In this essay, I will prove we have to get the morality police out of people watching reality TV. Are you guys watching The Bachelor? Probably not because it's so boring because uh, all the women are scared to be really mean to each other because they're worried that they'll be canceled and people will be mean to them forever. There's such like light, stupid high school drama going on. Like there's this girl uh, who like had a facelift at 27 and she's like, this other girl is verbally abusing and bullying me, even though like the girl like uh, has never talked to her. And it's like, you know, clearly bullshit. And like, like the girls, you know, kind of annoying, but it's like honestly the only thing that's happening because the guy is like cute in a way where you think that he would have a personality. He's got like the funny cute face, but he has no personality. No one else has personality. They make it so boring. This this girl's the only one giving us anything, and people are leaving her death threats. No, 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 no. You should say thank you, thank you, Cindy Duncan. I'm so glad you're on my screen. Uh, being a cunt, not. I hope you die. Everybody, chill out. And that's my time. Thank you, Lauren. Wow. Okay. Wow, wow, wow. I, I'm, re- I, I think I'm ready. Okay. Uh, Michelle, your oral exam starts now. Okay. Um, first, um, in this essay, I will prove that um, when I called out the royal family, specifically Charles, King Charles, a few weeks ago about his enlarged prostate, I didn't know the next day after the podcast went out that he was going to be diagnosed with cancer. Sorry, Charlie. Um, but more importantly, um, I'm really tired of uh, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Yeah, I said it. They're very annoying. And he's got like three brain cells and they're fighting for their life right now and um and that's all I really got on them I'm just really embarrassed I'm it takes a lot for me to be embarrassed for Taylor Swift and now it's really happening and I don't know if there's any Swifties in Bulgaria but she isn't touring in your country so I I feel comfortable saying that okay um also thank you to Bulgaria and Lauren and I want to be your queens thank you bye thank you Bulgaria Wow, you covered a lot of ground. I know. Wow, you really Brevity, did. Brevity, baby. Uh, yeah. Now it's Lala's. Okay, you ready? So something that's that's that I feel and would like anything to talk you about? feel. Uh, yeah, pop culture, um, lawsuits, sex culture, lawsuits, y- yachting, um, yachting, PJs, anything. Okay. Okay. All right, uh, Lala, your oral exam starts now. In this essay, I will tell you about why I love sucking dick um, during a plane's um, ascent. So uh, when the plane is is taking off, it is a really magical time where gravity is on your side because everything is going up, 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 and just like a a penis or maybe you're doing a different kind of oral, a vagina, and and you're, you're down there and it's going up as you're trying to go down, but it's going up right into your mouth. Everybody's getting that tickle, tickle, tickle in their tummy as the plane is going up and then that's going to translate into your genitals your <gasps> nether regions your no-no mm. spots and then and then that mm. at that point you can just kind of go <laughs> with your tongue 
a whole lot. And then once the plane finally just kind of goes at like a normal speed, then everybody can chill out. Left. And um, and then once it lands, then you're going to want to try it again, but like the reverse. So like oh, eating ass. Mm. Mm. That's so good. Yeah, oh, Lauren and I should. Fine. Yeah, Lauren, we should try that. Lauren and I um, famously have talked about how we don't have sex often. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Famously, I mean, oh, we've really gotten a sexual masterclass of stuff we will probably uh, do with our husbands. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe. Every four years. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna maybe go years, up yeah. to my my husband before it's double digits or ten o'clock when it's nighttime, and uh-huh. say like, "Can I fuck with you, boy?" Yeah, give <laughs> and maybe on. maybe we'll role play like, um, you know, a plane's ascent and see if yes. that helps. <laughs> just hit. Uh-huh. Just, uh-huh. Put the bed on, uh, stack it on two like little elevators, and yeah, I'm gonna get two elevators. Elevators, I would take things you put underneath the cones. I couldn't remember the name. What are you saying? You know, like when you when you like in college when you want the bed to be higher, so you put the two like lifts underneath, or will you want to elevate like the head of the bed because you've got acid reflux, like hydraulics. It's not hydro. I mean, it's you know, it's not a. Like Can a I fuck show. with you, oh, boy, boy? Let's go fucking elevator, boy. All boy, right, boy. Uh, Lala. Do you have any plugs? Any anyone or anything you want to plug coming up? Absolutely. Um, always and forever by from Give Them Lala Beauty. Um, we have some sales, mm-hmm. and then we also don't. Um, and then also, if you're going to want to <laughs> listen to my podcast, Give Them Lala Beauty, you're going to want to follow me, Give Them Lala. Um, I have new music coming out, and oh. um, eventually. And um, and then also follow uh, follow my baby. You can catch us at Disneyland about every other week. Oh, that's so exciting. Right. And we want to remind you, Lala, you really should follow Sally, Sally Bowen, Bowen, who we mentioned oh. in our rap. Uh, she's right. so funny. She's on Instagram at Daddy Diapers. Um, <laughs> and you really should check oh, wow. her out. Yeah. And we know that you love, you know, we, can you just give us a daddy really quick, Lala, before you leave? Just say daddy. daddy. Oh, oh, we love it. And hey, all you daddies listening. Uh, please like us. Please subscribe. subscribe. Please keep leaving reviews and five star ratings, daddies. Yeah. <laughs> Follow us at Bravo underscore breakdowns on Instagram and TikTok. Bye, daddy. Bye, daddies. Call us daddies. <laughs>